The high school basketball season is in the home stretch, and we had a big time matchup between two of the top players in 2024 last week with Carolina commit Ian Jackson knocking off Carolina target Boogie Fland. How does that factor into Carolina's recruitment? We'll find out. You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, it's Tuesday, February 21st, 2023. Welcome into the Locked on Tar Heels podcast, the only daily North Carolina show out there. I'm your host, Isaac Shea. Joining me today is our guy, Jason Jordan, college basketball recruiting insider for Locked On. Speaking of, every time we have our brother Jason on, it is brought to us by LinkedIn Jobs. And we'd like to thank them for being the official college basketball recruiting sponsor across the Locked On network. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. That's why LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. Post your job right now at linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. Folks, thanks so much for joining Jason and I today as we talk college basketball recruiting. Coming up on the show, we're going to talk about uh, UNC target Jaron Stevenson, who was at the NC State game on Sunday, as well as what, what we're looking for as the high school basketball season wraps up from some of Carolina's commits or targets. But before we get into that, we want to talk about this big New York matchup between Ian Jackson and Boogie Fland, two of the top players in the class of 2024. So a, a week ago today, Valentine's Day, love is in the air, but these two dudes yeah. are squaring off. Ian Jackson's Cardinal Hayes team against Boogie Flan's Archbishop Stepanak team. That school just keeps coming up in the Carolina vernacular these days. Um, Cardinal Hayes wins 74-68. Both these dudes live up to the moment. 35 points for Ian Jackson in the wind and 27 for Boogie Fland in the losing effort. Jason, when when you first off, when you see these big time matchups where even just in kind of regular high school play we get top guys going against each other uh what do you like to see what are you looking for in those matchups well i like for stars to be stars to put it very bluntly um i there are so many times where i go to games where um you know a coach will be like oh you gotta see him you gotta see him i'm telling you he's the guy he's the guy right um and maybe i haven't seen or maybe he comes with a reputation i know you know he's been the guy a lot of times you go into a game and Honestly, this happens a lot, unfortunately, where I'm like, all right, cool. It's the first time getting a chance to see him. All right, let me sit down. I'm ready. Let's see. And the guy acts too cool to score. Like, he's like, ah, you know, I'm just past. You know, I'm just so good. I'm just going to pass. You know, he's not uh, motivated. He's not a go-getter. He's going to um, be too cool to score till the second quarter. But the reality is he can't score. <laughs> That's what I noticed. Like, it's like, I noticed you didn't get around that little short, quick guard that time. I saw you try that move. And um, I'm always looking for guys to be the guy they say they are. You know, they uh, have the reputation to be. And, um, you know, obviously this game lived up to the billing. Those guys always uh, – <laughs> Boogie's always going to give you uh, wild plays, whether he's scoring or just dribbling or getting to the cup. He's just so quick. And then – and obviously, um, you know, we've talked about this multiple times before, but he's a pro and he's going to show up and be a pro most times. So um, I knew that would be a dynamic matchup. Um, 35 and 27, that <laughs> that's that's different. 
you know, that's different. That 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 left the fans with um definitely looking like they they were probably looking to pay more after the game. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for privilege of letting us be in this gym tonight yeah, yeah both guys yeah, definitely delivering yeah if you that's haven't special. seen uh I, th- I believe the highlights are on youtube i yeah. think i saw them at some point last week so you yeah. can go find these now as for the the north carolina recruiting side of it obviously ian jackson is already in the fold for the class of 2024 we've had conversations jason that it seems like Carolina is is kind of out on Boogie Fland right now because the attention in 24 is more on a power forward role but yeah. That said, with still some of the possibilities that you and I have talked about quite a bit about reclassifications and other things like that, I mean, obviously, Boogie Fland isn't completely off the table. And so when you think about a North Carolina commit going up against a North Carolina target, who, by the way, plays for a school in Archbishop Archbishop Stepanak, who has a player currently on Carolina's roster, what what can happen surrounding a matchup like this to kind of maybe help? sway boogie fland in some positive directions for carolina yeah i mean conversations you know um they probably had fun i mean they're friends right they play usa basketball together um so they're very know each other very well friend talk all the time i'm sure i mean they're they both play in the same catholic league um and so you know there's probably some friendly wagers or just a little fun trash talk heading into that game and so definitely following up with uh, this, a lot of the same more so on inside. And so, you know, you could imagine that after the game, they're like, hey, man, look what we do apart. Look what we could do together. I'd imagine Ian hits him with that one. These are all things that I've heard, uh, you know, multiple times over. Um, and so, you know, it it does give – and I've heard recruits say, you know, I mean, goodness, and look what we do. You know, we're duking it out if we ever were to team up. You know, we obviously have a chemistry. We played together on uh, in the summer and different teams like that. So um, it just builds a relationship. You know, it doesn't move the needle one way or the other. Uh, I think they're friends anyway. They played together anyway, and they know what each other can do. I'm mean, boogie throws and lobs to end uh, overseas for <laughs> for gold medals. So you know, they're very aware of what they're capable of, and I think they know that their chemistry could be could be scary. So um, I don't think the selling point, it would just reinforce that selling point and it would make ends, um, you know, his, his selling points even more profound, I guess, more powerful. Because as we've talked about too, once you get a a kid committed, you want to turn around and turn him into a recruiter. And so obviously Ian Jackson's continuing to do that. And, And kind of to that point on the Carolina side of things, even though it seems like, Probably Boogie Flan's not necessarily in the cards, given other commits and, and what you got, essentially, or, et cetera. Right. How do you how do you keep the the candle burning a little bit? How do, how do you keep that that line of communication open so that if the opportunity presents itself, you haven't lost your contact or your foothold? His camp. Yeah, you you stay in touch. Um, you know, and again, we talked about Hubert as a recruiter. I mean, he knows that. You know, he knows that. There's a possibility that Elliot Cadeau, who's in the same class with Boogie Flan, both point guards, both dynamic point guards, five-star point guards. Um, he knows that and there's a possibility that Elliot could come next year, right? So if that's the case, the whole world opens up for 24. Boogie's back on, you know, on the must-have list. And um, you don't want to just – now, I'll say this. Coaches do that, though. Like, they do drop the ball. Really, I haven't seen Hubert Davis do that uh, yet. 
but your some of your favorite coaches have dropped the ball before. So they're like, Oh, we're good. Cool. Depart from me. I never knew you like <laughs> lose my number, you know, like, Oh, they just went dark. And then things don't happen the way they, you know, or they didn't, they don't get the kid they think they're going to get. And then they try and come back and then, but then you've left a bad taste in mom's mouth and the, the recruits mouth. Certainly I start with mom because that's what matters. Right. right. So, um, yeah, I definitely, that is not, not uncommon for coaches to drop the ball. Interesting. You know, because people are coaches, they're just people, right? So they don't know how to a lot. You'd be surprised at how many of these coaches are not. We think we've talked about this before. Like, you know, you want a coach that's a people person. And so they don't know how to deal with relationships and nurture relationships and things like that. You'd be surprised at how many coaches don't. Yeah. And, and in this era of the transfer portal too, all the more so like if for some reason, let's say Boogie Fland turns out to be a two-year player in Carolina or right. in, in the NCAA and decides he wants to transfer. Well, right. if you've burned that bridge in the recruiting game when he's a high schooler, man, <laughs> it's just a different ball game now where you have to, um, you just don't know what's going to happen on down the road. It's a wild. I can tell you unequivocally, I had this conversation last night from a, I'm I'm watch my words. A highly <laughs> ranked player who, you know, was talking. I'd say it like this. He, he was talking about other schools, maybe, you know, and um running down the list of other schools that he may be interested in uh next year. And um as a transfer, came, as a potential as transfer. A, as a potential transfer. One came up and he said what you just said. Yeah, when, you know, when I um, – and this was when he was – wasn't even committed to the school that he was going to, but he – the coach just stopped talking to him. He was just like, uh, yeah, I don't know, you know, um, uh, you know, I'm really – I'm not – I'm really unsure. It was like – I'm not – it's not – it wasn't one of those, I'm going to this school, thanks for recruiting me. It was, I'm just so unsure, coach, you know, uh, I appreciate your patience. Um, I did just get back from this XYZ visit. I'm just really unsure. I'm confused right now. Coach goes dark on him. Like his feelings are hurt. So now they want him. They're going to, they're totally, I mean, everybody's going to this kid. They're going to want him. And that was like, oh, would you go there? Absolutely not. I mean, he was still tight about it. Because of what happened years ago in high school. Yeah, you dropped the ball. Yeah, so. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Man, that's great insight, Jason. Thank you so much. So uh, Ian Jackson, Boogie Fland, two dynamic talents. Would obviously love to have Boogie Fland in Carolina Blue as well, but we will just have to see how things continue to unfold. Speaking of Carolina recruiting targets, North Carolina dropped their fifth out of their last six games on Sunday at NC State, and recruiting target Jaron Stevenson was there to take it all in. Does this hurt Carolina's chances? We'll talk about that in just a second. But first, this episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Hey, you looking for a delicious treat, but you don't want all the fat and calories? Well, then you got to try a Built Bar. We just got through the holidays a couple months ago, and I know my goal this year is to eat a little healthier, a goal that I'm failing miserably at, by the way. I'm about to go eat a fat Chick-fil-A sandwich in just a second. And if you're like me where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise the taste, then I've got the thing for you, and that's Built Bar, when healthy is actually tasty. What makes them so good? Well, for starters, Built Bars are covered in 100% 
excuse me, real chocolate and phenomenal flavors like churro and peanut butter brownie. Not sure how Built does it, but they make them taste so good while maintaining awesome macros. Just 130 calories, four grams of sugar, and yet 17 grams of protein. Plus, you don't need to wait around now to get it to come in an order from Built.com. You can just go on down to Walmart or Sam's Club, get yourself a tight little four-count box. Or, man, if you got a big old family, why not go on to Sam's Club and get that bulk order? You won't be disappointed, I promise you, with Built, a proud sponsor of the Locked On Network. Okay, so, Jason, North Carolina, dire straits this season. I mean, it's, it's literally... This is it. Carolina has four games left at this point. They need to win uh, them all. And even then, you know, you're, you're hoping you're in good state, uh, in good shape. Obviously, that would include wins over Virginia and Duke if you do it. But whatever. All of that to say, on Sunday, this game at NC State, a game Carolina really needed to get a quad one win. Uh, NC State had several recruits there at the game. Obviously, understandably, it's going to be an insane environment, and it was. One of those who was there is Jaron Stevenson, who is someone Carolina has been not only heavily recruiting, but has gone all in on, as you and I have talked about earlier. Now, obviously, recruits are going to take other visits, do other things, but Stevenson being at this specific game, I mean, obviously, that has to have some level of strategy to it for Kevin Keats and staff. What what kind of effect does a game and an outcome like this have on recruiting? Um, hmm. So I used to say um, oh, it doesn't have any effect. I mean, they those kids are egomaniacs. Not Jaron, but I mean, just by and large, these kids are egomaniacs. They want. They're like, oh, what's it going to look like when I get there? And that's not not true. Right? <laughs> they are, and they do look at it like that. Um, but I'll say it's different when it's North Carolina we're talking about. It's not, if you, I mean, you, NC State fans cover your ears. The reality is, listen, they're not here. Carolina. They aren't here. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they're hate watching or hate listening. The reality is, it's not fair when you're talking about, about six programs and North Carolina is one of them. So, Jaron, yeah, that's impressive, you know, that, but he's looking at, you know, what's going to be there when I'm there. Now that's, that looks good for NC state, right? Because they got Trey Parker and Dennis Parker, you know, that's a good class. Um, and um, no, but Jaron's 24. He's 24. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm NC good. state got their first 24 commit on Sunday after the game. And that's Paul McNeil. Yeah. Uh, who I believe was also there. And so yes. like, that, that's another question is what right. sort of factor does just that yeah. camaraderie have? Yeah. So, so, Okay, right. I'm getting my classes together. Okay, so <laughs> Listen, Paul McNeil is huge. <laughs> That's huge because Paul McNeil is probably you know on on par to be a McDonald's All American, right? Um, if things hold up, I mean, we got time, but you know, sure. So, um, the reality is that that is a big win. Um, you know, the reality is coming to this the season. Kevin Keats was. I don't think anybody would disagree. Kevin Keats on the hot seat, right? Very much so. <laughs> you know. I wouldn't even say warm, hot. <laughs> and, um, you know, he's certainly, you know, extended his time at NC State, it looks um, to be the case. So him getting ill, um, you know, Paul McNeil having the same thing that Ian Jackson, those conversations were had at the game, be clear. And they'll, they'll you know, they'll be had, because I'm sure he already knew, they'll be had this week, if 
following, you know. Um, and it's like, yeah, I mean, look, the tide is turning. Like, this is this is the the sale, right? This is what I've seen this, but now there's true or not. It, this is what <laughs> the tide is. It's a new day, you know. I mean, it used to be Carolina, but it's state now. It's it, you know, and these kids, you would be like, oh, come on, everybody knows that's not true, right? No, nah, everybody don't know that. <laughs> you know, they don't. They, it's like, oh, oh, you know, look what we, we dog walk Duke out the court. We we smack Carolina. You didn't smack Carolina, but you beat them yesterday. They're clearly on the downside. I mean, what team? Uh, what team goes to the title one year and doesn't potentially doesn't make the tournament the next year? The tide is turned, right? It's it's trouble. Jump ship while you can. You'll see the mass exodus is going to happen. In April, everybody's leaving. You'll see. You don't want to be a part of that, right? This is what I'm telling you. <laughs> and maybe I'm doing it a little dramatic, but this is what is the sale is going to be. It's already started. Oh, yeah. So this is this is certainly going to be the sale in that recruitment, right? Um, and we got Paul. I mean, man, think about a class with you and Paul. And they're not wrong. That class would be great. That would be right? something, yeah. But Carolina's like, you know, yeah. We got all that, but look at our class. Look at our 24 class. We're still number one, you know, so you can come and be a part of something that's bigger than yourself. You know, you'll get us back. We'll get back on track, but then you really get us back on track. Um, You'll be able to continue the legacy. Um, so it it does make an impact, um, all things considered. Um, but I don't know that – I'm not going to say it doesn't move the needle, right? Um. But the question is, can he and his parents not be a prisoner of the moment and yes. see the big picture, yep. right? Um, and, well, you know, you usually find that out around Wednesday, Thursday of the following week. Hmm. You know, and Hubert will have those follow-ups. I mean, they pin the the deep conversations for like three or four days after. Stuff like they're prepared for all of this. I'm telling you, yep. it's very tedious. Um I know coaches that talk about this very thing. Oh, if we lose the game, the kids over there, I mean, you know, we probably wait like three days, let that die down, come back and really have an in-depth talk. So I'm sure um, an amazing recruiter like Hubert Davis and his staff, they're definitely going to have a deep conversation with Jaron around Wednesday. And from everything you've said about Jaron, about his parents and family, they're not going to be prisoners of the moment. They're going no. to no. they're going to see not only the bigger picture, but the, the historic picture, the, yes. the, you know, like not, and it's, it's on both sides of that. Like, sure. NC state's having a great year. They're ranked. Jarkel Joyner, Amazing. Quavion going to be a draft, a lottery pick, whatever. Like, what are they going to be next year? What are they going to be in 24 when you would come like, and so like all of those conversations yep. um, seems like there's not really much reason to be too concerned about, if Jer- like if Jaron Stevenson was already out, there wouldn't have been anything that was changed. But if he was already in, it's not that this is a backbreaking negative yeah. moment. Absolutely, I completely agree. Okay, there you go. From Jason's mouth to God's ears, you heard it, <laughs> um, folks. We are, as we said earlier, coming down the home stretch of the high school college or high school season, and. <laughs> Carolina's got lots of guys out there still in action. We want to talk about uh, what, what are some of the things we're looking for as we come down the home stretch. We'll do that in just a second. But first, this episode is brought to you by LinkedIn. 
As a small business owner or a hiring manager, you know that success in 2023 all depends on the team members you surround yourself with. That's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can hire qualified candidates more efficiently by matching open roles with people who have the skills, values, and experiences to help you achieve those goals. LinkedIn Jobs helps you quickly attract and identify the most qualified candidates to your open jobs with targeting tools and then helps you connect with them fast and for free. They also make it easy to screen and rate applicants based on your job qualifications all right there together in one platform. You want to achieve your business goals in 2023 and the right new team member might be just the one to help you do that. So why small businesses rate LinkedIn jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus the leading competitors. So once again, LinkedIn jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free right now at linkedin.com slash locked on. Once again, that's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Well, Jason, we are in the final couple weeks here of the college basketball season with March Madness less than a month away now. In fact, like less than three months away or three weeks away, excuse me, as we get into this week. But high school basketball is also into that portion of the season where we're wrapping up the regular season, moving into all the various playoff things that are happening. You as a recruiting insider, specific, you know, we talked about like, hey, when you go to a gym to watch, you're you're watching some of the things that guys doing, um, and and so not not even necessarily speaking about specific Carolina commits. Like, I want to see Elliot Cadeau do this. I want to see Drake Powell right. do this. What what are just some of the general things that you expect out of high level elite talent when it comes to winning time at this portion of the season? Yeah, well, first I, I look to see if they're still playing, right? <laughs> so, so if you ain't even in the playoffs, I, you know that tells me right there that you know uh, you're not able to carry a team. True story. That I really do look at that because you'd be surprised. Some some guys average thirty, but they um, they are home thirty days earlier when the playoffs come. <laughs> so um, you look at that. Then you look at I look at kids that are like. Um, not looking forward to April. Like, so if you, you watch and coaches do this too, they watch those tweets. So they're like, uh, you know, co- kids will say, you'll just, just notice it. You'll notice it more than I'm telling you. Um, they can't wait uh, to session one, April is dog is March. Mm-hmm. So that means you, you don't care about your, so you're looking ahead. So you're the kind of player that looks ahead. You know, you're, uh, you're, and so, a lot of times they're still playing the tournament. They, they, maybe they're in the, uh, regionals or something like that. Like, oh man, can't. Or they'll post an old highlight video of the EYBL, or maybe the EYBL stops official dates for the stops will come out, and they'll be like, um, "Can't wait." Um, you know, spring's gonna be lit. You know, something like that. It's like, eh, maybe focus on your high school season. You know, um, so I look for that. And you know, somebody, a player who obviously um, is that. Dedicated to winning. Like, I mean, that speaks to mentality. It speaks to coachability. I'm sure, coach, I, you know, coaches look for that. But I look for that, the mentality part of it, because it tells me all I need to know about um, how dedicated you are to winning and how focused you are on that main goal. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's and and that brings up a great question too because obviously the talent level, the competition is going to be higher in the AAU season once we start to get to April and everything that comes in the summer. Um and and not always, you know, some of these guys are playing at at high level elite high schools against, you know, national competition all the time. But like for yeah. the guys that are just playing on Joe Schmo high school teams, what what does it say positively for them if they stay focused on that? or negatively against them if they are the guys that are the look ahead what what does that teach you about a young man's character or his ability to be focused in on the task at hand well it shows me that they're immature if they mm-hmm. you know on the it's hard to you know there's no way around it um so there's the immaturity there so that's something a coach would throw in their back pocket depending on who the player is that's something they would bring up um you know it depends like so some coaches are like uh you know they're not gonna rock the boat too much, depending on where you're at with the kid. But then some, a lot of kids are like, I love. How he tells me nothing but what I can work on, you know. And sometimes that's just like a, you know, like a cliche thing to show that I'm, I'm focused. But you can tell in the tone of which players mean that. So, um, it that's the that would be a, for me. That's a kind of little bit of a red flag hmm. if they're um they're not showing that degree of focus because the reality is people don't talk about this. Most of these kids don't live up to the hype, right? So you can start to pick away who has the better chance. You can give different, you can play the percentages and say, okay, he lacks focus here. Yeah, he's a little immature there. He does this, he does that. He's not a worker, you know. Um, but then those are things where you will follow with the high school coach and ask like leading questions. I'm saying from a coach's perspective. Yeah. Yeah. You ask leading questions. Maybe you're not overt with what you're trying to uh, get to know and understand, but. Coaches do some digging. They do a lot of digging. Hmm. Well, obviously, not everyone can win a state championship, right? Because there's only 50 of them to go around. I don't. I don't know right. if you know the math of how that works. 50 states. No. And, well, you know, class. Whatever. I'm. I'm joking. Anyway, the the bigger point, the bigger question I want to ask is this: Obviously, you're not going to necessarily ding a kid for not yeah. winning a state championship. No. But. For those that, you know, make the final four or make the state right. championship or win a state championship, what, what kind of feather does it add to their cap? Like of just how, and obviously it depends on the way in which they're, they're leading a team there and those kind of things. But what, what kind of things do you learn positively from those that do advance that far? Those kind of kids usually are better chemistry wise. Hmm. Um, they're better. They're more locked in. Obviously they're more mature, more focused. Um, and, you know, to your point, so are the final four teams in the state. You know what I mean? Like, you could go down and – are you crying on the court when you lose? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, are Adam you like, oh, like, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm taking a social media break. I just I – I, I would love that. I mean, I I know coaches will, but I – me too. Like, I, I like a kid who's really dedicated to winning. You know, it ain't all about dropping 30. Like, drop 20 but cry when you lose off the court. You know, that tells me a lot. That tells me you're not going to be denied next year. That tells me you circled that. Um, who who was it? Um, I think it was Zion kept that tweet up about um, I'm going to shock the world or something <laughs> like that. But it was based on something that it was, it was based in adversity. I talked to him about this. I can't remember what it was. Um, but he used that as motivation. Like, you know, what do you pull from? It speaks to all that stuff. So, yeah, the little nuances speak volume. They're deafening um, for me. And I know that's the same for coaches. Man. 
Such interesting stuff there. And and obviously then we will start to transition into the AAU season. We'll have much more to talk about this summer as we get in to that. Certainly great stuff. Great insight, Jason there. Uh, just how we can start to reckon with what we're seeing as we look at the high school ranks. Well, folks, make sure you check out all of Jason's great work. You can follow him on Twitter at Jason N C Jordan. You can follow the show at locked on heels. You can follow me at Isaac shade you can also email the show locked on tar heels at gmail.com lots of great emails been coming in would love your recommendations for this week's heel of the week and heel of the week don't forget to subscribe to the show smash the like button leave comments we are closing in on that 5,000 mark on youtube subscriptions thank you for all for being part of that but if you haven't subscribed yet go do it right now it would be uh very helpful for us For your next listen, check out our brand new podcast on the Locked On Network, Locked On College Basketball. Myself and Andy Patton bring you everything you need to know on and off the court throughout the college basketball landscape. Locked On College Basketball, available on YouTube and anywhere else you get podcasts. Folks, thanks so much for spending part of your Tuesday hanging out with me and Jason, talking some Carolina basketball recruiting on tomorrow's show. Coach Pat Kilby and I will get you ready for this matchup at Notre Dame on Wednesday night. Make sure you check that out. And remember, it's always a great day to be a Tar Heel. Until tomorrow, peace.